you ask, what is our aim? I can answer in one word, victory. Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory however long and hard the road may be. For without victory there is no survival. Now we are the masters of our faith. Hello, party people. This is Rick Napier, the CEO at Real People USA LLC, located in Northern California. And it's um, Friday afternoon, and I tried to do this podcast episode earlier, but it did not record well. And it's just as well because I was so sleepy at 6 a.m. I have some nephews over from out of town. And uh, I'm sort of uh, watching them while the ladies are out uh, doing their thing in Nevada with uh, some type of uh, quilting class. The title of this podcast episode is Everything Real People USA Said About the California June 7th Primary Election Came True. The thing I don't want people to get from this podcast episode, I knew 12 months ago what would happen when the June 7th primary came around. I just knew it just based on things that I know, things that I saw. One of the biggest contributors to candidates not winning is them using social media. Social media is probably the least effective campaign tool a Republican candidate can can use. I would say an estimation of one out of 5,000 people on social media are part of that voters district just one and it's because most of the people who vote Republican who care about the things that Republicans care about like small business ownership the Constitution the Second Amendment uh, you know no CRT in the schools uh, forget about uh, being woke and all that kind of stuff Most of those Republicans are working. They're working 40, 50, 60 hours a week. They have families. They have bills. Uh, They are totally upset about what Let's Go Brandon is doing. But nonetheless, candidates choose social media because it's free. And they believe that if you um, use social media, you can have very effective campaigns. In California, I would say 99 out of 100 candidates, Republican candidates, got 20,000 votes or less. There may be a few that got a little more than 20,000, but for the ones that I'm looking at, all of the candidates running in the primaries got less than 20,000 votes. Now, mind you, the candidates' districts have numbers like 500,000 or 800,000 registered voters in these districts. Or uh, not registered voters, but 500,000, 800,000 people in these in these districts. And I believe they're registered voters. So the number's high. That's what I'm trying to say. It's a six-figure number. So for candidates to get 10,000, 15,000, 1,200 votes in a primary in, in a district that has four, five, six, seven, eight hundred thousand voters. 
That's not good. I mean, that is not good. That's less than 1% of the vote. That's less than, that's like, like 0.5%. So we know here in California, and, and to the, the candidate's credit, we know there's a cheating component that's here in California that favors the Democrats. So it's possible that Republicans lost by these, these large margins because of the cheating. It was so amazing to see maybe one hour after the polls closed, you saw the Democrat incumbents with 55, 60% of the vote. And some of these candidates were uh, checkmarked as winning. So what is the solution for Republican candidates? Well, I can tell you that it's not social media. What I saw happening, I saw a, a lot of people jump into the race very late. I saw people jumping into the race two months, three months before June 7th. So people were getting in the race March of 2022. To jump in the race in March of 2022 and to get some type of name recognition in 90 days, or actually about eight weeks to 10 weeks because uh, about at the eight week point, that's when ballots are being returned for the people who are doing the mail-in ballots, which is a, uh, a hypocrisy and, a, and, a, and one of the main reasons why the Democrats cheat. So that does not give the candidate a lot of time to get their name out uh, to the public. So for the candidates to get their name out to the public, they should have started their campaigns back in September of 2021 uh, to, to, to build that momentum. So this podcast episode is not identifying social media as the primary uh, reason why people failed in their elections. It also talks about what people should have done. And one of the things that candidates should have done is when you are holding your events. Let's say you have 25, 50 people or 100 people at your event. Did you know that the majority of candidates did not get names, phone numbers, and email addresses to add to their, their contact list? Uh, many of the candidates have had these uh, events and uh, the people were there cheering them on and, and clapping and you know, uh, participating, supporting the candidate. And then when the event was over, the people left without getting names, email addresses, and phone numbers. Now, why is this important? It's important because here in California, and I would probably say in the rest of the country, I know Real People USA, we are working with uh, three candidates that will have primaries coming up uh, in August, and they are getting names, email addresses, and phone numbers of the people that they meet. And the reason why that is so important is, is because candidates need to have a pledge voter database. Now, I've talked about the pledge voter database probably going back a year because the pledge voter database is one of the uh, few weapons that Republican candidates can have at their disposal uh, 
to mitigate or at least minimize this cheating. And there are some reasons which I will not disclose of how we use the Pledge Voter Database, but people need to have this Pledge Voter Database. And like I said, for attendees attending Republican events, if you had 25, 50 people and uh, they supported you, you can take those 50 people and send out emails and say, hey, thanks for, thanks for coming. Thanks for supporting me. Thanks for donating. Can you share the reasons why you support my, can, my campaign to about 10 of your friends? So that 50 initial supporter list turns into 550. That 550 turns into something like 6,000. That 6,000 turns into something like like, uh, 70,000. That 70,000 turns into something like a million. So I'm giving you the, the duplication process of collecting names, phone numbers, and email addresses of people who support you. Very, very important. Very, very important. So, and then finally, the third reason why a lot of candidates did not do well is because they did not get support from the the local GOP groups nor the state GOP group. And this is probably the same in a lot of states. I know Florida has that problem. Uh, New York definitely has that problem. New York's problem is worse than California's. And I I would probably say there are some other states, but I know of at least five state GOPs that are not supporting the Republican candidates. Now, I'm going to take the high road and say maybe they don't have the skill set to support the candidates. I'm not going to take the low road because the low road is a very dark road. So I will take the high road and say maybe they don't have the skill set to support the candidates. So the reason why I say some of these state GOPs don't have the skill set to effectively help Republican candidates is for this reason. These state legislator positions, these county supervisor positions, these congressional uh, positions are very, very high level positions equivalent to something like a vice president of a Fortune 500 company or greater. These positions at the state level, at the uh, county supervisor level, or at the um, congressional level, we're talking about the responsibilities of managing billions of dollars per year in expenditures, making sure that the taxpayer's money is being spent wisely uh, and prudently and nothing's being done illegally. Nobody's getting, you know, any backroom deals. Uh, you know, contracts aren't going to your best friends. And that's some of the stuff I fear is, is going on in the state of California. So what does that mean? So I'm saying when candidates are running for office, we're not talking about, you know, selling, uh, you know, uh, lipstick or, or, or selling you know, blinds, window blinds, or uh, selling, you know, maybe Tupperware. 
And so, so, that, so that means the candidates need to be well prepared to run against the Democrats because the Democrats don't have to do anything, as you can see. All they have to do is dust off their campaign uh, banner or big sign or post it someplace on a fence and, you know, post them throughout the city and that's it. They don't do any debates. They don't really talk about what they have done over the last, you know, two to four years. So it's the Republicans that have to do three to five times more work to get it done. And if you include the cheating element, you know, we have to work even harder. So that's the reason why I'm saying the, the, the state GOPs and the local GOPs, what do they do? They pick some candidates to be in the race. Some of these candidates pay money for endorsements. Okay, that's not right. Why should the candidate pay an endorsement to, to be on to get their in, to get the recommendation from the state GOP? I mean, something is definitely wrong with that. Okay, so the candidates, in my opinion, at Real People USA, they need coaching, they need some type of training, and the the local GOP or the state GOP should have a system of success for this candidate. You know, so if they are, you know, 800,000 potential voters, the, the, the state GOP or the local GOP should have a strategy so the candidates can say, OK, I, I can get 30 to 40 percent of the eligible voters to vote for me. You know, there needs to be a plan where the Republican candidate can start with a small number of supporters and uh, maybe no fundraising dollars to having a lot of supporters, documented supporters, uh, supporters on a, in a database and the money to go along with it. And I'm not talking about millions of dollars. I'm talking about enough money to, to run a campaign uh, wisely, uh, no steak dinners, no lobster dinners, no flying to, to different type, different countries or not countries, but different states to hobnob with other Republican candidates. Keep your ass in this state and, and get to meet the people who are voting for you in this state. Now, some of the states have congressional candidates going from New York to Arizona, from 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 Baltimore to to Orlando, and they're spending all of the donors money on bullshit. That's got to stop because you know why it's got to stop because the donors know about it. And that's one of the reasons why donors do not like to donate because they see their money going to all these conventions and everyone's dressed up in a, you know, $300, $500 suit or dress and with, with good smelling cologne and perfume and, and uh, big, you know, airline ticket costs and rental car costs. And for what? When the campaign uh, gets to its, its final stage, the Republican candidate loses and has spent the donor's money on crap. See, there's no accountability. So there's a lot of things. Um, well, let me put it this way. There are some things, some concrete things that uh, candidates can do to have a stronger presence so that they don't close 
like maybe six to nine months of campaigning with 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 20,000 votes when there's 800,000 people that could have made their their choice known and and maybe half of that could have been with the Republicans but to get 5,000 8,000 16,000 votes when there are potentially 500 to 800,000 people who could vote for you that is a very uh, a, a very lackluster uh, performance in in campaigning in my opinion there's no way in hell uh, like when I used to work as a, as a fortune 500 executive as a sales manager if we had millions of Californians who are eligible to buy health insurance because I was in the health insurance business uh, selling to companies all throughout the state of California the headquarters was located in, in Woodland Hills right off the 101 freeway if I went to my boss and said boss we finished our marketing efforts and uh, you know you know five six months of marketing and out of you know five million Californians we know for sure that we have 40,000 40,000 Rick out of 5 million Californians and all that money we spent on marketing and that's all we have is 40,000 new customers I would get my ass kicked out of the corporate office with all of my stuff thrown out the front door in a box so that's my passion that's my connection to this is because I've seen what effective marketing campaigns are about and thank God social media was not around when I was in corporate America because I know some people would have you know some people would have said oh let's let's have a social media account for our health plan and I'm just telling you for the type of work that legislators do for the amount of money that legislators manage for the criticalness of the work that they need to do to save California and to uh, save the rest of the country this is not something where you're selling cupcakes or you're you're mowing lawns. This is not this is not it. It requires a more focused effort and and making sure we get the job done. And I just want to also I want to close by saying I've been telling this real people USA story uh, to a lot of people. Real real people USA has interviewed on our podcast four governor candidates about 30 congressional candidates and about six local candidates uh, all throughout the United States. And people have been subscribing uh, to Real People USA. We have a a subscriber base of about 200 individuals who just get our updates on what we're doing, podcast episodes, blogs. I am pleased to announce that two of those people have decided to, to contribute to the Real People USA cause. And that cause is, is to not be a pack. Real People USA, I'm saying it on June 10th, 2022, will not be a pack. Real People USA will be a coaching, a, uh, a strategy company, and to help candidates with fundraising. So our focus is to help candidates do better. So I'm pleased to announce that we have a member of law enforcement here in California and another small business owners who will contribute 
uh, to, to Real People USA so we can strengthen our, our platform so that we can um, have more documentation for our, our, our strategies and have uh, better systems with fundraising. So I want to close by saying my name is Rick Napier, the CEO at Real People USA LLC. Our website is rpusa.org. Our direct number is 726-999-0999. Thanks for listening to this episode. Take care and make it a great day. Bye-bye.